Allies, Allies, and anybody that wants to learn more about the LGBT plus community. My name is Zanardi, and I'm so glad all your beautiful faces are here. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode 12 of the Alphabet Mafia podcast. I want to say thank you all to those that have supported the show, and thank you so much to those that left a review, taking the 30 to 60 seconds to just leave a review and give people context as to the value this podcast brings and what they can expect from it really means a lot. So today's guest is named Santiago. He is a young gay man. He immigrated to the United States when he was just one years old. And thankfully for him, he had a terrific high school experience with a very supportive group of friends. Unfortunately for Santiago, his parents were not as accepting as most people would like their parents to be. So a lot of our conversation revolves around mutual respect. We really talk a lot about learning from others and just how to deal with people who may be different from you and how to respect others' viewpoint. So without further ado, here is Santiago. Santiago, thank you for coming on. Thank you, thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So just kind of tell me a little bit about yourself, you know, where you're from and what you like doing and things like that. Um, right now, I'm from Escondido, California, but originally my parents were from Mexico. So then like, I was born in Mexico too, and I only lived in Mexico for a year. So mm. I moved here since like, at the age of like one years old. Okay. Yeah. So I've been here basically all my life. Yeah. Yeah. So I resided in California almost all my life. Mm-hmm. And do you remember any of Mexico at all? I mean, you were really little. Yeah. So it was probably, probably like I don't remember <laughs> anything. The only thing I can really remember is um like from like three and up probably or, like okay. four and up. Yeah. Yeah. So you just pretty much got here when you were one years old and pretty much raised here. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what was it like growing up, um, I guess, being an immigrant, you know, what, how was that transition? Um, well, I feel like I've always grown up, like, as an American, mm-hmm. as an, like, American, like, customs and all of that. Yeah. So I always, like, grew up, like, feeling like an American, okay. just besides the fact that, like, I wasn't born here. So, like, I grew up with, like, a normal lifestyle that a normal American would have, just the fact that, like, I wasn't born here. Oh, awesome. Yeah, but, um... Other than that, it's been like, I feel like, like with my experience with like growing up, it's been like weird and it's been like a lot of ups and downs, Uh but like being gay, like I feel like it wasn't as difficult for me growing up too, because a lot of the people around me, they were all like different as in like a lot of us grew up like with immigrant parents Mm -hmm. and like we all kind of like had a like community where like. Like, if you were different, it was okay, mm-hmm. you know? So I feel like at a young age, I always, like, knew that it was okay, but, like, I still, like, a little bit behind me, like, the voice behind, or the voice in the my voice, head. Yeah. The voice in my head, like, would sometimes, like, say, like, oh, it's not okay. And also, like, growing up, like, in a religious household, like, mm-hmm. it was always, like, something to watch out for because, like, like, it's kind of scary knowing that, like, your parents they could like get mad at something sure and like they don't understand it as much as you don't understand so it's like a really difficult situation for both of us but um what age did you start to notice those feelings i actually know that like a really young age Mm -hmm. like since like my babysitter would like turn on like her mexican soap operas and like i would see like a guy like on the tv on the tv show and like he was like good looking yeah I i always thought like guys are prettier than girls okay like it's always been at a young age that i knew that but it was never like 
anything that I thought was weird to myself mm-hmm. until like people started like saying like the ignorant people that I like I would be around with at school or like they'd yeah. be like oh that's gay but like they didn't really know right before the labels like yeah. you were just being yourself and you yeah. thought it was fine yeah and then then exterior forces come mm-hmm. and start labeling things mm-hmm. and they tell you it's bad or negative and mm-hmm. then then you start to feel bad or yeah start to so like like even though people knew it was gay it was still or gay it was bad or like they thought it was bad mm-hmm. like it was like it wasn't like anything that people like really cared about but they still like in the back of their head they knew or they thought it was bad yeah yeah okay and say your parents were religious as well mm-hmm. what what faith um, they're Catholic. They're Catholic. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I ended up going through like all of the cath, most of the Catholic like um like the baptism, confirmation, like communion. Um, but I feel like I mostly did it for like my parents, mm-hmm. not for myself. Right. And uh, so what was that like then, growing up in the church and being pretty active in the church? Um, I feel like for me it, it was really uncomfortable just because like knowing that these people like had different views for me mm-hmm. and like they probably would never take the time to like try to have a normal conversation mm-hmm. with knowing that like I'm gay. Right. Yeah. So like just like it's just kind of tough sometimes knowing that you have to be like around people that wouldn't like accept you. Sure. Yeah. And they like preaching, they they told you that it was it was bad, they taught, you know, homosexuality is a sin mm-hmm. and that you're going to to hell and things like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's always tough. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people do relate to that experience because, um, you know, any form of Christianity is the most dominant, prominent, I guess, religion in the United States mm-hmm. and Mexico, most of North America. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, and so you, so you start noticing these feelings at a pretty young age, you said, mm-hmm. uh, and then you started getting bullied, I guess, or people started saying bad things. Um. So with me, it was more like. In elementary school, it was more like people were like, oh, yeah, like, um, it's, like, bad, or, like, mm-hmm. it was, like, not, like, a really good thing, especially because, like, little kids, like, you know, like, right. they're, like, a lot more tough than, like, people now would be, mm-hmm. but, like, growing up, like, in middle school, like, I started, like, seeing, like, going through the transition as, like, a lot of people have, like, saying, like, they're bisexual, right? yeah, but, like, for me, it was more of, like, I had, like, a little girlfriend at first mm-hmm. like till like sixth to seventh grade mm-hmm. but then I realized that like my feelings for her were more of like a friend type of feeling right. and like yeah more platonic yeah more platonic and then it was more of like my friends or like the whole school kind of like got the gist that like I was you know like I was into guys and I was like a lot more feminine than like the most people at our school yeah because like my school is mostly like Latinos and like mm-hmm. a couple of white like probably like two white people like mm-hmm. five black people okay. and like the others like are probably like five from like other different races you know yeah but it was mostly like a Latin like community so and, and how is gay culture in the Latin community or how it's um at first like it's mostly like the kids if the kids are the people that usually don't care about it mm-hmm. but like once they start getting influence with their parents and like a lot of dads like they're known as like machistas and like mm-hmm. basically what that is in like english is like a dad who's really into just being like masculine like feelings are hidden and like all of that so mm-hmm. like that's what a lot of like um boys have to go through but with girls it's more like common like for um latin girls to like 
like have gay friends and like not care because like they know it's not bad you know right <laughs> yeah so it's more of like i got more along with the girls and like than the guys but i would still like hang out with like the boys still but mm-hmm. it was more of like they didn't really care but it was more of like uh how would you say it was more of like a mutual respect because okay. like it they didn't let it define me right but like I still wasn't really fully out to everyone then, mm-hmm. but it was more of like a mutual respect. Type. So this is like seventh grade, eighth grade. Mm-hmm. And so you knew inside that you were gay, mm-hmm. uh, but you hadn't expressed that yet, right? Mm-hmm. I've only told um, like my close, close friends that I was like bisexual, mm-hmm. but like obviously it was more of like a leading into like becoming gay and like right. accepting that I'm gay. But then high school was like a lot different because I ended up like being friends with, um, my friends for like for middle school because like you know how in middle school like you can branch out to different high schools and then oh, your yeah. friend group like they all leave so like my friend group it was like like a handful of us and like a lot of us moved to like one school and like there was like two schools that we all separated from mm-hmm. and i ended up hanging out with like two people that i used to hang out with in middle school and like i hung out with them all of like freshman year but then i like i realized that like like, they were kind of holding me back from, like, a high school experience, like, a normal one. Because, mm-hmm. like, the high school that I moved to, it was more of, like, it started mixing more of, like, people together. So it was, like, more, like, white people mm-hmm. and, like, people from, like, different schools. And, like, it was more of, like, a bigger community. Sure. So then, like, when I was, like, with those two people all the time, like, they were Mexican. Like, that doesn't change the fact, but, like, it was more of, like, I felt like I was trapped and, like, I couldn't, like, live my life. Right. You like, felt in a bubble. Mm-hmm. And... And they were, and they weren't letting you branch, or you just didn't feel like you could branch out. With uh, I didn't feel like I could branch out, as in like I wanted them to come with me too, mm-hmm. but it was more of like them being too like timid or like liking uh, to have their circle small. Sure. Because like I feel like I'm a really social person, so, yeah. um, like with that, like they weren't really that social, so they were more timid than I was. So then like I started hanging out with like um the new people, mm-hmm. and like at first like like you know how in high school too like at first like when you're growing up like freshmen are usually like more ignorant than right. like seniors so like it was kind of like tough like um you have to kind of like put on a mask and mm-hmm. kind of be like you try to act a little bit more cooler than you are mm-hmm. because you're trying to you think you're super cool now that you're in high school mm-hmm. and you want to be the top dog yeah. yeah so you're trying to do that mm-hmm. but people. like but at that point everyone knew that like i was gay okay yeah so even like all the boys and everything mm-hmm. But Even though you hadn't said it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, it was mostly, like, yeah, like, everyone knows. Yeah. But, like, during sophomore year, it was more of, like, when I started transitioning, like, to a different friend group. Mm-hmm. And, like, I started hanging out with, like, different races and, like, mm-hmm. started, like, taking in more of, like, a, what it's like to not just live with, like, around Mexican people and mm-hmm. just, like, the Latin community. Were you bullied at all when everyone knew you were gay? Mm, not really. There was just like one instance like throughout high school that was like that kind of was like it wasn't like really bullying but like it was just like someone who asked me like during class one time yeah like they asked me like oh, like it was more of like a mocking way like they asked me like oh like are you gay like, and, like yeah. yeah and then and then like everyone just like was like like quiet and like it was really like scary and i was like oh like uh, yeah like, it's uncomfortable yeah it's like really uncomfortable just to like have that out like yeah. And for context, what what time frame is this? What uh, year is this? It was like freshman year maybe? Well like what um I don't mean to like date you like 
but what what year were you going through high school? Oh, um, the years that I was going to high school would be 2015 to 2018. Okay, cool. yeah. So f- fairly recent, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, in front of the audience to say, um, I just wanted to let them know like it is fairly recent. Mm-hmm. Uh, because obviously if this was in the 80s, like it'd be a whole different story. People would mm-hmm. be like, what? You get it? Yeah. So yeah. So it's like, it's more okay. of like a Gen Z type of story. Yeah. Because like, if you think about it, like a lot of Gen Z people are more accepting now. Oh, like, absolutely. Yeah. So it's like, because like I hang out with like majority, because like, like I was telling you, I would hang out with like the girls mm-hmm. and like I started transitioning to like the different groups and like races. And then it started going into me hanging out like with the jocks, mm-hmm. and like they all knew I was gay, and they were all fine with it. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's really. So then, friend. like, from like to this day, they're all still my best friends, and like, wow. yeah. So that's always been like something I've been very like blessed with, like being friends with all of them. Yeah, and then and through this, at this time, uh, in sophomore year, did your parents know? Mm, they, they recently found out, but it was more of like a they've always known but they've mm-hmm. never wanted to like say anything right but it's still like kind of like uh behind their heads like not we don't really talk about it it's, type thing it's okay so yeah and, and when you say recently like with like in the past year it was like, like during this year yeah oh wow yeah and what how did that how did that go what, what was that like um at first it was my dad that found out but um how? he like confronted me because he's what was it I forgot, I think it was like someone who told him or something oh, like that. Yeah. And then like he just confronted me about it and then I was just like, well, what, like, what does it change from like what you know for me? Mm-hmm. And like that's when I feel like he realized that like it's true, like it doesn't change who I am. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it was a little bit easy, like easier than I would have expected, but it, like it was, I feel like it's good how it is now just because like I don't want to push like things onto them and as much as I wouldn't want them to push things onto me. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so that was kind of the last they talked about it? Yeah. And so you, you don't you don't talk about it now. They don't ask you, are you seeing anyone? They don't mm-hmm. anything like that. Yeah. And you don't bring it up obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is that like? You know, uh, I guess I guess for context, do you do you still live with them? Do you see them yeah, often? Yeah, I still okay. live with them. You still live with them, yeah. so you're obviously seeing them often. What is that like? Um, you know, being around, being in an environment where you kind of have to suppress yourself. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like with like things like that, like I've already like been able to at least express myself like with like clothes and like mm-hmm. things like that. So I like buy things, like I wear things that normally not like a straight guy would wear. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So, cause like I feel like I'm more expressive like with my clothes, mm-hmm. but like I feel like throughout time. Like they just started to understand like it's just like how I am. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna go around and telling them like, oh, I don't like what you're wearing. So like, can you please change it? So yeah. like, it's more of like a mutual respect with my parents. Like if I wouldn't do that to you, like you shouldn't do it to me. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. So it doesn't doesn't feel necessarily that bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 they're they're Catholic, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what do did they? I guess tell you bad things about homosexuality did they ever try to like sit down with you and tell you how bad it was or um i feel like if it were like i don't think it's gotten like to that point or mm-hmm. at least i don't remember but like if it were to i feel like 
I would just tell them that like it'd be like there's like a lot of other bad things that the Bible says yeah. that like is a sin mm-hmm. and it's like I can just like it could just bring up points like it could just bring up points like of things that like that the Bible says that are bad that people are still doing that people that we know that are st- still doing mm-hmm. they're possibly still doing you know right so it's more of like um if they were to like try to like fact check me about being gay with the church mm-hmm. then i'd like try to fact check them with like the things that they do so yeah. and the pope so mm-hmm. yeah he was, he was just saying let them let them live their lives right? yeah 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 so uh what what was that word for the the hispanic max or masculine um, machista machista is your dad a machista um so not much mm-hmm. so i feel like that's where i got lucky too yeah yeah because oh, like i feel like my dad's more understanding about that but he's not too much east to know mm-hmm. like he didn't grow up with that with us what do what are they what do they what are their overall perception let's say like you weren't gay mm-hmm. what do you think their overall worldview or opinion on, on lgbt would be i feel like it would be more of like them feeling that it's wrong because mm-hmm. um yeah like it just most mostly feel like it's wrong and like you just have to be with the other gender you know mm-hmm. and i feel like it's also like it's like you have to suppress things i feel and that's like what i feel like a lot of the machistas do too mm-hmm. like these like to suppress like their feelings mm-hmm. and like like so a lot of the machistas like they put their kids into sports and stuff for example mm-hmm. so like they can say like oh instead of putting your anger out and like your emotions into like like trying to resolve them just put them into the sport right like, that's how i feel would be like a good example of like how machista is okay yeah um yeah so it, it's almost toxic masculine mm-hmm, basically yeah. yeah uh nice and and so um i guess how has your life been post high school in terms of being gay do you experience much homophobia uh not at all. <laughs> my friends, so like you know how I told you that my friends are they're all straight. Yeah. Or a lot of them are straight because I have, I have one gay friend, but they're all friends with him too, and like we all go like to trips together, like the river or like festivals and things like that. So yeah. like we're all fine. But like they all, they all like see me like a little brother, as in like if someone were to like say something to me or like mm-hmm. anything like that, like they would always defend me. They would have your back. Mm-hmm. Be ready to fight a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so it's always good to know that I have that support system. Yeah, yeah. Would you say that's one of the most important things for someone that mm-hmm. is, is gay or struggling at anything is to find that? System? Yeah, because I feel like me and like all of my friends, like we've learned things from each other. Like mm-hmm. I've learned things from them as much as I've they've learned things from me. Because mm-hmm. like like how it is with my parents, like it's more of like a mutual respect with that that I have with them. Mm-hmm. And that and then the same thing like they that they have with me. Okay. Yeah. What what are some of the, the key things that you think you might have learned from them? I feel like it's like like be able to talk to people, like yeah. that even if they have like different views with me, like different views than me. Mm-hmm. Because like I feel like just knowing that someone has different views than you and like not being able to talk to them just because of that reason. Yeah. Like my friend, a good way that my friend explained it to me is like it could prevent a friendship because like I said, um, my friend, mm-hmm. his name is Quentin and he's the one that first like started hanging out with me and like wanted to hang out with me. Yeah. And like we turned out to be like best friends, like family. So um, he brought up a good point where he's like, why would you want to 
so then it's like, why would you want to suppress your ideas mm-hmm. about people? And wait, wait, let me start. Yeah, you're good. Um, he said he was more like, why would you want to avoid people that don't have the same ideas as you when mm-hmm. it can lead into something that can be like a friendship or something like that, mm-hmm. even if you have different views. Right. Because like you can still be friends with people even if they don't have the same views as you. Yeah. Yeah. And you can learn from each mm-hmm. other. I think a diversity of ideas is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Not all ideas are good, mm-hmm. but at least a diversity of ideas to begin with. And then you can learn. Mm-hmm. You know, I think in the end, like the the best idea will, will win or the person will, you know, will start to change their views. Because like a lot of my friends, like we're, we all have, it's like a big pot of like different ideas and mm-hmm. like, and that's like one thing that I'm also like grateful to, of having too, because like we all have different ideas and like we can like learn from like the other person's point of view mm-hmm. or like um, they can learn from me, like as in, like how I said, like they've learned a lot from me as in like accepting people, even if like like they they're not like your average looking person like they know like what to show mutual respect to everyone even if they're not like someone that they would normally like talk to yeah mm-hmm. yeah and uh going back to growing up in the catholic church um i think this is important for a lot of people are are you still practicing any faith um no yeah. not really okay. but i still do like like feel like there's like a higher power sure. that does love everyone who mm-hmm. Like, you know, like they just like, I don't think someone would like make all of this and just hate everyone. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's, it's becoming a little more brought up a lot on this podcast. But yeah, the, the idea of, of a higher being mm-hmm. and a lot of people that I've talked to, you know, they they do believe in um, just finding your own mm-hmm. God, I guess, you know, um, in a way that whatever works for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, we recently had a, a gay Muslim on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, I mean, that that's incredible because even more so like Muslims are, are persecuted for, mm-hmm. for for being gay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just really finding a, a, a way to believe that, fits, that is fitting for you. Mm-hmm. Um, because ultimately I don't think a God would, would make LGBTQ people Mm-hmm. Uh, gay and just to send them down. Like, yeah, like, not like for example, like I knew at a young age before I even knew what gay was. Right. Yeah. Like it's n- like it's not a, d- a debate anymore. Like mm-hmm. being gay is not a choice. Mm-hmm. You know. So uh, yeah. Uh, cool. And um, what what advice would you have for anyone that has been in your shoes before? Maybe they are in a similar situation with their parents mm-hmm. uh, where it's just not talked about what um what would you tell them i would just say um probably just do your best to show them that you have like the same respect towards them mm-hmm. and like for example like if you you can't expect them to listen to you if you're not listening to them so like let's say with like things around the house like it's better to help them around those things mm-hmm. because they can't it'd be better off to not give them a reason to show you that you're a bad person. Right. So it's always like, I feel like always just show them that you're a good person, mm-hmm. regardless of like what your sexuality is or whatever, like always just like show that you're, yeah. you're a better person. And even if like they get mad at you, just always like stay calm and like, cause like it's hard and frustrating knowing that your parents can like have different views as you. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's always good to stay calm and like level headed because it can be really um 
like your emotions can be all over the place knowing that your parents are like not supportive of you or like they could be not supportive of you right so always just like keep a level-headed or keep a level like headed mindset yeah yeah that's awesome basically win with love you mm-hmm. know like just just show them love and if they don't show love back i mean that's their own problem yeah like, at least you you're trying yeah at least you're trying to have like a connection with them mm-hmm. and like try to make them understand yeah. but like it all doesn't have to be at once like it takes time too oh absolutely and i think it's i think it is kind of hard for a lot of people because teen angst is definitely a thing mm-hmm. and you know when you are in that position where you think the world hates you you think your parents hate mm-hmm. you like all of that it's it's hard to show love mm-hmm. and and be a good genuine person yeah. um but if you do that then there's no reason for them to, to not like you yeah you know? like you always have to step back and like look at the bigger picture yeah absolutely what have you learned do you think what have you what do you think you've learned from your parents uh in terms of like all relating to this i guess i feel like they i learned a lot of things from them like also just being nice to people and things mm-hmm. like that but it was more of like like respect and like manners and things like that i feel like i learned from them and just like how to be like around people mm-hmm. and just like how not to like bug people and things and things like that you know just like yeah. common things yeah i feel like that's what i learned with them but there are some things that I like I did have to learn for myself mm-hmm. and like from my through my own experiences because like like all, parents aren't perfect you know sure. sometimes like they don't catch their mistakes like of what they're doing when they're like yeah. parenting you like throughout your life so I did have to learn some things like from my friends mm-hmm. and like from their parents so um yeah I, I, I feel like I picked up a lot from like even other parents yeah just about respect mm-hmm. being a good human mm-hmm. uh that's great so, uh, guess where where can the audience find you? Maybe Instagrams or? Um. Yeah, I do. I have um one Instagram. Okay. Or I have two actually. I have an earring page and a uh, Instagram. Oh, nice. Um, my main Instagram is st santi with three eyes, and then my um earring page is e underscore earrings. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, they can they can check you out there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, uh, thank you, Santiago, for mm-hmm. coming on the show. I, I really appreciate you you know taking the time no to talk to me about your experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you all for tuning in. You guys are amazing. I really appreciate you all listening and for your support. As a reminder, you can find us at www.thealphabetmafia.com. If you want to be featured on the blog, go ahead and email us at podcast at thealphabetmafia.com. Remember, you are not alone for anyone out there that is struggling, that doesn't feel like anyone cares, that might feel alone. Remember, you are not alone. You are the hero. You are loved. You are valid. And if you are in need of serious help, please, please, please check out thetrevorproject.org or give them a call at 1-866-488-7386. Again, remember, you are loved, and I want you to know that no matter what. Thank you all for tuning in the show. Have a beautiful morning, evening, whatever it is. Good night.